Chapter 24 Winter covered Jor with a thick, fluffy blanket of snow. The newly repaired castle kept the worst of the cold out, and life took on a peaceful rest of pace, although frequent ice storms hit the valley with the fierce force of the violent mountains. Lorne and Sorel worked on shield training with each warrior, and they worked in the mud and snow. Lily's belly swelled quickly, as she was already a few months along. She was radiant with motherhood. An easy pregnancy was a blessing. She and Umber spent many hours letting out dresses for her swiftly expanding belly. The two women became inseparable friends. They sewed and prepared baby clothes and other necessities in expectation of an early spring birth. Many evenings, Lorne, Lily, Sorel, and Umber would sit around the great hearth after their evening meal and enjoy each other's company. Umber and Lily would laugh and chatter away while Lorne and Sorel discussed the day's events. One evening, Lorne announced to the group, turning to Lily, It looks like your mare Roan is also pregnant. It seems Svarta has been busy. She should deliver her foal in the spring. Lily looked at Lorne knowingly, blushing a little. She recalled their day in the meadow when they watched the horses mating. That's wonderful. Their foal will be a perfect mount for our son some day. Sorel disappeared silently while the rest of them discussed the joys the spring would bring. Then he returned with a pitcher. He poured four goblets of wine and passed one to each present. Clearing his throat nervously, he waited until all eyes were on him. Lily noticed Umber biting her lower lip nervously as she stared down into the goblet just handed to her. "'Wine?' asked Lorne. "'Oh, no,' Lorne said under his breath. "'This can't be good.' "'Prince Lorne? Princess Lily Loira? "'I... Uh, we, Umber and I, have an announcement. "'I've asked Umber to honour me by becoming my wife, "'and she has graciously accepted me.' "'Cries of joy and congratulations rang out, "'and everyone raised their goblets to salute the couple "'as the word spread throughout the hall. "'Umber, I'm so happy for you,' Lily hugged the smiling girl. Her eyes sparkled with the knowledge that this was not a surprise. I would like to have your permission to hold a wedding here in the main hall, and we ask Prince Lorne as Lord of Jor, if you would marry us. Lorne looked embarrassed. I would be honoured, but I don't know the first thing about marrying people, he frowned. Oh, don't you worry about that. Umber and I will school you in the proper etiquette and ceremony. We will plan everything. Lily spoke up, then turned toward Umber. When shall we hold the wedding? We have to make you a dress and plan the food. There is so much to do. The women began to plan, and Sorel and Lorne continued to drink, both looking nervous. Lorne could tell there was more. What is it you are not telling me? Well, I haven't exactly asked permission from her father yet. Lorne smiled and gave an uncustomary chuckle. No? Well, let's just see to that right away. He rose and grabbed Sorel's arm, whose face had gone white, pulling him to his feet, and he dragged him toward the doors. Don't worry, Sorel, he said, leading the stunned man away. I will guard your back when you go. A winter wedding was held a week later. 
With their future so uncertain, Sorel and Umber did not want to delay their nuptials. The feast was laid, and the hall decorated with pine boughs and holly. Umber looked beautiful in a creamy white dress, her blonde hair done up with braids and curls cascading down her back. Sorel had a new green coat over a new cream-colored shirt. Lily sparkled in a deep violet velvet dress, her belly extended out from the white satin pleated undergarment. Lorne's mother's necklace seemed to glow, and it caught every eye in the hall as the diamond sparked around her neck. She never took it off as promised. After a short and simple ceremony, over which Lorne begrudgingly officiated, he announced that Sorel and Umber were bonded. He gave a princely blessing which Lily had written out for him and made him memorize. Then the celebration began in full. They drank and ate and danced happily to music. It felt like everyone in Jor was crowding into the great hall to take part in the couple's happiness. Umber's father and mother danced and celebrated with the wedding guests. Their faces beamed with gusto, and they were relieved to have the eldest of their five daughters wed. Later that night, Lorne took to the skies and flew by Sorel's window. Like a night owl, he perched outside on a nearby tower, and trained his demon sight so that he could see inside the large window. Sorel and Umber lay naked in front of the fireplace on a bearskin rug. Sorel's lean body plunged between Umber's slender thighs as they enjoyed each other's company in the passionate embrace of newly wedded lovers. Lorne watched as Sorel took Umber, not feeling the least bit guilty over eavesdropping on their private moment as man and wife. He knew that Umber had been sneaking into Sorel's bedchamber since her first night in the castle. With the doom that loomed somewhere in their future, they did not want to waste precious time apart when their time together could be so short. Leaning his head to the side, pondering the warm scene, Lorne didn't quite know what possessed him to watch, but he couldn't look away. Sorel was the best friend he ever had. He was more like a brother to him. Lorne felt fiercely protective of him, and now of Umber. Perhaps, he thought, he watched as a reminder of his responsibilities to the people who had come to rely on him. The words he had spoken to Sorel the night he learned Lily was with child echoed in his head. I told you once I would sacrifice every life in this castle to keep her safe. If the battle goes against us, I will take her and fly from here. Lorne watched as the lovers became still and lay at rest in each other's arms. With his demon hearing, he could just catch the sound of Sorel speaking to his new wife. I will keep you safe, no matter what comes, he said seriously. Umber sighed in Sorel's arms. I know you will do everything in your power to keep me safe, but if it comes to it, I will die by your side. Lorne's violet eyes burned with a strange kind of anger that the two seemed to have so little hope for the future. Was it a lack of confidence in their prince? or something else that brought this subject to their lips on this night. Shooting up into the night sky, Lorne streaked into the heavens and lost himself in the cold clouds. The next morning Lorne stood alone in the shadows outside Sorel's bedchamber. He saw Sorel leave 
and now he waited. Umber came out straightening her hair and smoothing her bodice. He stepped out of the shadows and she gasped. My lord, you gave me a fright. A look crossed her face, the same fearful and wondrous look a child gets when unexpectedly meeting a mythical creature. Forgive me, Lady Umber. He bowed and apologized quietly in his deep voice. He took a step closer and looked down at the small girl. I've come to give you a wedding present. Lorne reached toward her, and her eyes grew wide. In his hand was a thick silver chain, from which dangled one of the earrings that matched Lily's necklace. He had it remade into a pendant. The amethyst was as large as a pigeon's egg, and the diamonds around it sparkled and gathered in the faint torchlight. Umber gasped at the sight of it. This was my mother's. The center amethyst holds magic for protection. I beseech you never take it off. It will protect you. It is much like the one Lily wears, though not as strong. Still, it will ward you from the magic that may come against us. Sorel is like a brother to me, and you now are my sister. I would have you safe. Umber's eyes brimmed with tears of gratefulness and joy. Thank you, my lord. You honor me. She stammered more thanks, made a deep curtsy. Putting the necklace over her head, she smiled at him briefly, then turned to go toward the stairs leading upward to Lily's chamber. But she stopped, stepped back, and stood on her tiptoes. Lorne had to bend down and allowed her to kiss him on the cheek. Thank you. She sighed again, her words full of heartfelt gratitude. Turning quickly, she rushed up the stairs to Lily's room. Lorne watched her retreating for a moment, and then he turned to head down the stamps. Just then Sorel stepped out of the shadows behind them. It was obvious he had watched the whole transaction. Sorel's eyes gleamed with something that, momentarily, seemed like jealousy over the kiss he just witnessed, but he stepped forward and hugged Lorne in a brotherly embrace. And I thank you as well.